Welcome to the No Compromise Podcast. No Compromise. There's going to be no compromise. No Compromise. No Compromise. This is a podcast about the effects, some solutions, and some helping hands for the ones with multiple sclerosis. Multiple sclerosis, MS, is a disease that affects the central nervous system, the CNS, which consists of the brain, spinal cord, and optic nerves. There is no compromise with MS. My name is Zerbinator, and let's start the show. So here we are, and welcome to the very first episode of No Compromise. This is a podcast, of course. And what is a podcast? It is an edited version of a radio show. And thank God for that, because if you could hear what it really sounds like without me editing, it's quite amusing and quite embarrassing, and I sure make a lot of noises and say a lot of words that I normally wouldn't say when I go to church on Sunday. Today I'm going to talk about how I want this show to work for you, the listener. I want this to be like an introductory show, so you understand what I'm trying to do. I'm not too sure what I'm trying to do, but I can tell you what my ideas are. I would really like to do a show that shows the possibilities of what you can do when you have MS. I like to interview some people that are accomplishing things that I can't do or things that I would like to do and how they got to that level and how it could help me get to that level myself. I would like this show to cater towards people with all types of MS, along with people who do not have MS and just want to learn a little bit more about it. Maybe a family member or a loved one or a friend, loved one or a friend, because they're both the same, right? If you have a friend, you love them. Maybe you're just acquaintances of MS. You never know. Of course, you could have friends that you really don't even talk to who have MS, or you have somebody that you see down the street who has MS and you want to know what to look out for. At any rate, there's four types of MS. There's relapsing, remitting MS, which is what I have, where my symptoms can be really bad or very light, and it comes and goes. It's, it's relapsing, remitting. Comes and it goes. Sort of like an ocean wave. It'll come in, smack me in the face, and I feel terrible, and then it'll go back out to sea, and I could have days where I feel like a hundred bucks. Another form is progressive relapsing MS, and it's an it's a rare form of MS, but people experience their conditions steadily worsening, uh, yet also experience clear relapses uh, where they only have just a small form of acute flare-ups. The difference between relapsing, remitting, and progressive relapsing is that there is always a continuing progression of the disease. There is secondary progressive MS, where it's sort of a mixed bag of all of it, and it involves some relapsing remitting yet secondary progressive the symptoms will not disappear between the cycles instead it's it just steadily worsens with the condition and the heaviest form of ms is the primary progressive where it's just a very thick version of the symptoms as they progress worse and worse and the hardest ms to go through i would definitely imagine so what I share in this show is a guideline for basically myself, what works for me. And I want that to be very clear. I'm not a doctor. I don't have cures for anybody. Um, I have 
little buckets of M&Ms that taste really good when you don't feel good. And that's what I plan to give you. One M&M at a time. And I really hope it helps. That's that's the goal of this show, is to interview people that have it and are achieving incredible things, uh, talk with people about it, and let them share things that help them feel better, um, and share some of my own stories that feel better. So since this is my introductory show, I figured I would just tell you a little bit about me and what I experience. Let me tell you a little story. Let me put some music in the background to make it moody. And believe me, I want to make this show as fun as possible, covering the topic of MS, because if it's depressing at all, I swear to you, I'm just going to walk into the lake out there until there's no bubbles. I'm just saying. But here we go. I got diagnosed with MS in 2004. My wife will probably argue with me about that. But it was 2004. And uh, when I found out what it was, I was relieved and scared to death at the same time. The reason I was relieved is because way back, all the way back to about 11 years old, which had been 1981. And mind you, I am 25 now. That's not true. I'm 45 years old. When I was 11 years old, I had a problem with tremors. And the way I found that out was my father had a cup of milk. And he was convinced that me and my brother were lying about something terrible we did. And to find out who was telling the truth, he became wise to the fact that milk would show vibrating fingers. Because if we were lying, we were shaking. This is my father's parenting skills. And so I put my fingers in the milk and I shook like a leaf. But I realized that it wasn't just there. I went to school and I had trouble writing because I shook like a leaf. My handwriting was terrible. Always getting bad grades and yelled at because my handwriting would start off so neat and then end so sloppy. Like I would start a paragraph and my handwriting was perfect. Towards the end of the paragraph, it looked like crap. And I they, they thought it was laziness. They thought it was... You know, I just didn't care. And at the time, that's what I thought, too. I, I had to put something on it. Didn't didn't sit there and think to myself, they don't realize there's something physically wrong with it. I didn't know anything about that. I figured it was just, I didn't care. I was like, yeah, I don't care. School, man. You know, I want to live and rock on and not be held down by tyranny of teachers. But the truth was is that I, I feel that I was starting to deteriorate back then. And it makes sense now because if I am filling out a form or something for work or if I'm working on a sheet, a timesheet for, I work two jobs, I can feel my hand tiring out as I'm writing. And uh, that's that's part of, of what is me. Uh, in 2004 when I was diagnosed, it was a great relief to find out finally something. And the way they found out is I had a spinal tap. And... That's where they saw the, the evidence of uh, whatever doctors are really good at. Again, I'm not a doctor. Uh, had an MRI, too, and there were lesions on my brain and lesions on my spine. And uh, I think there was... I, I can't remember the count. Memory's another fun thing you'll be hearing throughout these shows. I'm going to sit here and be like... Ugh, uh, and that's what comes with it. And you get used to that. So in 2004, I, after being diagnosed, 
I was prescribed the Copaxone drug, which is a shot that I take daily, which I was, oh gosh, I was not ready for that, but now I'm really used to it. Uh, Shelly, my wife, gave me my shots at first, and that went on for about a year, and then I started doing it. Uh, I have an auto-injector. My wife does better without it. She just shoves it right in there. I had troubles with the uh, shots at first where I ended up with, uh, I have two scars on my body, one on my leg and one on my arm. And that's when you learn that you should really clean the area before you take a shot. I have a friend of mine who experienced a really bad reaction to the shots where his stomach all the way down to the groin area, it was the stomach shot that he took, is, is he's suffering really bad bruises. And I'm not quite sure what causes that. Uh, I hope to actually interview someone from Copaxone who will tell me about that. So keep your fingers crossed. That'll be an exciting episode, I'm sure. And I'll try not to make them feel like, look what you've done to me, because it was my fault. I did not clean the area. So if you are taking shots, clean the area. Please clean the area, because you'll end up with these welts, these concave areas that uh, where your skin is just a mess. And I have two of them. And you know what's cool, though? I tell some of the kids, some of the kids that come up and go, what's that? And my granddaughter should point out, what happened to your leg? I got shot because I didn't do what my parents told me. And they had a salt gun. And that's what happened. No, don't do that to your kids. That's terrible. So I've been taking shots since 2004. 365 days a week. Of course, you forget them once in a while. And uh, that really can, you can experience some downtime if you forget a shot. I'm sure some of you experience that. Or there's days you just don't feel like taking a shot and you've calloused up the areas that you're going to take a shot and you'd like to take a break. (sighs) I don't suggest it, although I can understand it. I've done it myself. I did it yesterday. I didn't feel like taking a shot. So I'll pay for that later. This time of year, it's the heat. The heat will make me drag. And I do have some goodies to get rid of that. There is... Of course, air conditioning, which is wonderful. Stand in front of it. Let it blow on your face. That really helps, especially in the extreme heat and humidity. Air conditioner would minimize a lot of symptoms of the MS if you have the relapsing remitting all the way up to probably progressive. It'll probably make you feel much better if you just plop yourself in front of it for maybe three minutes and just be like, ah, feels good. If you have a prescription, by the way, it is tax deductible for your air conditioning. If you get yourself a prescription for air conditioning because it is a big helper for MS. Another thing is cooling vests. I have a cooling vest that I got from the MS Society a couple years back, and it is wonderful. Um, I shove like six ice packs in the front, and then in the back comes another set of uh uh, four strips of ice packs go down the back. It, it's pretty close and tight to my body, so it's very, very comfortable. And I can wear it under a shirt. The only thing is, is it on sometimes when I wear it, I look like I'm on crack. I'm just like, and it's, you know, I feel great, but at the same time, like, hi, everybody, how are you? And it's weird to get out of that type of thing. So you have to be careful with it. I wear it to work if it's really a bad hot day and there's no air conditioning at work. Neck wraps, the bandanas, putting cold water around your head. These are things that help. With the heat, ice drinks, like a big glass of iced tea will help out. Put the ice in there. Um, Of course, popsicles or ice cream or anything cold 
would would be great. Just don't wear it. It's sticky. Swimming. Love swimming. Swimming always helps. And coming out of the pool when you're wet cools you down. I don't care how hot the day is. If you have trouble swimming, just waiting in the pool. Um, keeping standing on the on the bottom of the pool or standing in a lake. I'm very blessed to have a lake right outside my back door here. And I'll plop in that for a good hour or so. And it just wakes me up. I love being woken up by that. And then fans. Fans around the house help out. Any movable air help me sleep. It'll help me just feel better. Another thing about the show is exercise. I don't exercise at all. I am quite tubby. I have a nice little plate holder that protrudes out from under my rib cage, and I call him Frank. I don't have a name for him, but it's a. I'm pretty chubby. I have a good friend who runs. His name is Sean. He's sent me a couple of links for some exercises. I have a friend who works at the pharmacy down in Walgreens, and he's sent me some dietary and exercisal goodies. I made that word up, exercisal. And those things I'll share with you in future episodes. One thing about me that I think you guys should know is that I I love funny. I love a sense of humor about the situation. The first day that I got my parking pass, the uh, handicap parking thing, I felt guilty at first with it because, you know, there's people much worse off than myself who would probably need it. But I definitely, there's days where I definitely need that close parking or that special parking ability. One of the funny things that happened with that is Caitlin, my daughter, was with me in the car. And I owe a lot to Caitlin because when I was undiagnosed and getting worse, like in wheelchair worse, unable to walk, Caitlin pushed me around in a wheelchair everywhere. Thank you, Caitlin. Love you for that. We went and parked with my new parking sticker, and she jumped out of the car all excited and went running into the store. And that made me laugh. So I tried it, <laughs> jumping out of the car and running, and I tripped. And she laughed and pointed. And that kind of stuff I love. That doesn't bother me at all. I love the fact that when you have MS, you do things that are stupid, like forgetting things, dropping things. Sure, I throw a fit, but in the long run, I start laughing about it, and I think you should. If you find it funny and you find the humor in it, it's a lot easier to deal with. And lastly, I hope that, along with helping you, this helps myself, because it's I can feel things getting a little harder to do. I can feel the memory starting to go even more and more. I can feel things, you know, winding down a little bit, and I would like to document it because uh the best thing about the memory issue is i am a podcaster not only here have hosted and have been a guest on about 15 shows uh maybe 12 of them are my own and um i love it i love podcasting and there are days where i'll listen to some of the old shows that i've done and i have no memory of them that i love it's like listening to the show for the first time and sometimes i'll hear them and think i'm an idiot and other times i'll think i'm a genius and that's fun. So this is for me to listen to in the future as well and see how I'm doing and compare notes. And I'll do this show as long as I can. And we'll see how it goes. And I really hope that I can help you guys out as much as I'm helping myself out. So 
In the future, I plan to have a guest on every single episode, and it won't just be me blabbing, unless I can't get a guest, and I'll tell you what's going on that, that week. Most of my information that I get is from websites, the National MS Society website, uh, uh, multiple sclerosis websites, and things like that. So unless it's something that is knowledge that I've obtained myself, I'll be getting it from sites that I trust and sites that I use constantly for my own situation. And MS Magazine, that's another good source for, you know, getting answers to questions like, why am I always getting angry for no reason? Why am I always, you know, passing out in the heat and getting tired? Why can't I sleep? Why do I have speech impediments, which... Right now, I'm doing pretty good, but there are a lot of things I cut out of this episode because the word blah, 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 doesn't exist. I looked it up. So again, I hope you find No Compromise useful, and I hope it's something that you enjoy. If you have a chance, please go visit the nationalmssociety.org. And for today, I think what you should search out is the heat and temperature sensitivity page. I think that's wonderful. Just type that in the search up there. Just type in temperature. The page will show up. And at the end of every show, I'll be playing you a song that I think pertains to whatever I'm talking about that day. So today, since I'm giving you an introduction about myself and what the show is about, I figured I would play the song I Feel Fantastic by Jonathan Colton. His music you can find at dubba dubba dubba. JonathanColton.com and that's J-O-N-A-T-H-A-N-C-O-U-L-T-O-N.com. Love this guy. Great musician. Check him out. So thank you so much for listening to my first episode of No Compromise. Really excited to do this show. And I hope to do another episode within a couple of weeks. And until next time, feel good. Get up early when the sleeping pill wakes me. A wake-up pillar filled with energy I power on hard and I check my messages But I don't have any messages I take a driving pill and head to my car I drive around a bit cause work isn't very far I call my phone and I check my messages But I don't have any messages All I know Driving on drugs feels better when they're prescription All I know is the world looks beautiful The world looks so damn beautiful Fantastic, and I never felt as good as how I do right now. Except for maybe when I think about how I felt that day, when I felt the way that I do right now, right now. I feel fantastic, and I never felt as good as how I do right now. Except for maybe when I think about how I felt that day, when I felt the way that I do right now, right now, right now. Work is anything but quiet these days. I try to mitigate my concentration aids. I can see the day unfold in front of me So I take the stairs and hit the gym The phone is ringing when I get to my desk What was the sting and sour sharp pain in my chest So I take a call and X and just chill And then it's time for lunch again All I know is work is easy When you don't stress out about deadlines All I know is I take my medicine I always take my medicine Fantastic, and I never felt as good as how I do right now. Except for maybe when I think of how I felt that day, when I felt the way that I do right now, right now. I feel fantastic, and I never felt as good as how I do right now. Except for maybe when I think of how I felt that day, when I felt the way that I do right now, right now, right now, right now, right now, right now.
That'll even get ready for my second date With a pretty girl that I met at the pharmacy Right in the prescription line I take a pill for my social anxiety I get a table and a nice bottle of Chablis Now it's getting late and there's still no sign of her I have another glass of wine All I know is the wine lasts longer When you don't gotta share it with someone All I know is the steak tastes better When I take my steak tastes better pill Fantastic, and I never felt as good as how I do right now. Except for maybe when I think about how I felt that day, when I felt the way that I do right now. Right now, I feel fantastic, and I never felt as good as how I do right now. Except for maybe when I think about how I felt that day, when I felt the way that I do right now. Right now, right now. All of Zerbinator's music and podcasts are under the Creative Commons license, which allows retelling and rebroadcasting as long as the author is notified and credited. For more great escape pods, please visit www.zerbinator.wordpress.com. If you would like to contact Zerbinatorland, you can send an email to instrumentally at gmail.com or give us a call at 571-408-ZERB or 9372.